On the Record with Gavin Riley. Brought to you by PwC on News Talk. Uh, the Government Chief Whip, Jack Chambers, is with me in studio. Um, Jack, we'll, we'll talk more about the energy crisis and what the government is going to do about it in, in just a minute. But first of all, because you are the Chief Whip and we've got the doll coming back from its summer recess uh, this coming Wednesday, um, what can we expect the government to be getting up to other than, obviously, the budget in a couple of weeks' time? Well, it's just important to give your listeners some context. We've had uh, over we've had 110 bills enacted since this government came to office and 119 bills published. So I'll be publishing the legislative programme next week. We've over 35 uh, priority bills um, some important pieces of legislation. We've the reforms around planning and development, uh, which Dara O'Brien is prioritising in terms of housing for all to try and advance uh, progress there. We also have the issue around safe access zones. And Minister Donnelly um, is really trying to advance that as a priority area and that we, we hope to make progress in that in this term, as well as the human tissue bill, which is the whole area of organ donation, which has been going on for many years. And we want to try and prioritise the drafting and publication of that. Um, so that's never going to happen this term because that's one that's been promised since we, since the I hope, we hope that's going to be published in the coming weeks and I've been engaging with the Attorney General and, and others on that and there's been a massive amount of work. So in addition to, I know uh, your listeners have concerns around the cost of living and around uh, the, the government's response uh, in the context of the budget, but we're also keen to advance uh, clear policy responsibilities and as government chief whip um, ensuring we deliver a strong legislative proposal and mm. uh, put policies in, into action through legislation is something we're, we're keen to advance. Okay. So we have a very busy busy legislative programme coming up in the coming period. Uh, obviously um, though the, the main item on the Dole's agenda for the coming weeks is going to be the budget on Tuesday fortnight which was actively brought forward to try and make sure that some of the measures introduced took quicker effect to try and give people some relief. Um, there's a lot of speculation in today's papers about there now being three energy credits of €200, Euro, one this side of Christmas and then two more early part of next year. Um, have you not already heard plenty of criticism about the energy credits, that they're not targeted enough, that you're giving bailouts to some people or assistance to people who genuinely don't need it? And the Business Post poll today says there are some people who say they don't need it. Uh, and then in the expense of that, then you're not giving enough to those at the bottom of the food chain who could use more than what you're giving them. Well, just say in the first instance, uh, absolutely acknowledge the impact of escalating bills and how the energy um, crisis is going to impact every household, every family, people getting up this morning, but trying to put fuel in their car and um, buying food in the supermarket and businesses opening their doors that this Sunday, I know we acknowledge the real impact this is having on people, and that's why the government is listening. And um, there will be a pandemic-scale response, and um, that's agile, and um, that's uh, that provides a really exceptional intervention for families and businesses. On your question, on the pandemic-scale response, the, it will be that big. On the, I think in extraordinary times we have to have intervention from the state, and that's why when you look at the overall budgetary context, if you look at pre-COVID, a budget of two or three billion was a significant intervention in the mar- in in the in the by the state in in a budgetary context. Um, we're talking about a budget of near seven billion around core expenditure and taxation and a cost of living package in addition to that. But on your Which question, could be another- Two billion plus. But well, that's still the exact figures are being worked through. And um, but Minister Michael McGrath, uh, um, from a Fianna Fáil perspective, has really coordinated this over the last two years in providing uh, direct support for families and businesses. But also, I think it's important that we a lot of measures are targeted and we support working families. We support those who are at risk of energy poverty. We support businesses that have really had a fantastic rebound um, since we've got out of the worst of COVID. We've mm. had an enormous turnaround of our economy that gives us the capacity uh, to. Respond 
respond uh, in in the coming period. But we also have, we have to recognise there are, there are families um, that may just fall outside specific thresholds that may um, that may not get the direct support to specific schemes, mm. and that's why there has to be in addition to targeted measures that prevents people going into energy poverty that you help um, families and businesses that may fall outside direct supports, and that's why there has to be some degree of universal universality in the context of the government's response. So this so energy credits would be a universal measure but there will be other matters in the budget which are more targeted to deal with those who need it most. Absolutely and I think that's been the the, the essence of all of our responses when you take the uh, supporter and fuel allowance and working family payment and a whole other uh, range of responses and even in the context of the back to school allowance we have tried to target our response at, at those who, who, who need the mm. direct support from the state. But we also recognise there are people that and we meet them every day who just are a few euro over particular thresholds but all, but we recognise they need the support of the state mm. uh, in a very difficult energy crisis. This is affecting every family, every business um, and we need to provide uh, that response and recognise that. Uh, if you say that this is something which, which warrants a, a pandemic level response or if it needs urgent intervention from the state, why has the government been so slow or so loath to broach the idea of a windfall tax and why has it taken the EU to put it on the table for it to happen rather than it being unilaterally done by well, yourselves? Well as we, as we know the, we're in a in, it's an EU wide energy market and we are, are we're are, we're part we're, we're importing um it's a, the wholesale mm. price is but it's dictated on by, Irish by retailers who are doing by, very well out of it but it's being it's being dictated by the European energy market and the obviously the weaponizing of, of energy that we're seeing from uh, Putin's war in Ukraine and that's why there's I very much welcome the European Commission proposals and the work that Minister Ryan has been engaging at the European Council um, and there are certain energy companies particularly uh, companies that are that aren't exposed to uh, gas prices that are having have significant profits and as Minister Ryan stated yesterday um, that redistribution of funds and excess profits um, by supporting businesses and families is something that the that Europe are trying to coordinate mm. and it's important it's done in a so, coordinated but, so way. Do you think that it then just isn't possible to do at a domestic level or, or is that why it's been left up to Brussels to organise? I think it's important that's what that's, I think it's important to coordinate. Other member states have done it Spain has I done think, it. Well look even prior to the European response the government has been clear that it, it, it is something that was under consideration through the summer in terms of windfall tax um, and it's something now that we're engaging with at the European level but I think we shouldn't have excess profits from companies particularly those that aren't that maybe are in, in renewable energy there should be a redistribution to support families and businesses through the coming period So what do you then say to reports <coughs> that one of the reasons it hasn't happened or that it's been loath to happen in Ireland up till now is because Fine Gael are worried about warding off more investment in power plants? I don't I look that that's I, I'm not going to get into um you know the kind of speculation around uh, party politics. The reality of it is, uh, members. But if, but if the excess profits of, should be taken back, they should either be taken back or they shouldn't. So if you say yeah. they, they really should be taken back, then what do you say to your coalition partners who have some concerns about doing well, it? Well, my coalition partners have have been publicly stating that they're uh, considering um, a windfall tax in the context of of energy, and I think anyone looking at excess profits where people are suffering and people are really impacted by the energy crisis, it, it's welcome that there is a European-wide uh, mm. response to this and we're fully engaged in that. Um, what do you say to those who would argue that the energy credits, although very welcome, don't necessarily make the bills any more <coughs> affordable than they already are? In other words, that it's assistance to deal with bills which are higher than they should ordinarily be. 
but that you're not doing anything to address the underlying problem of making energy any cheaper. You're helping people to afford higher bills, but you're not making the bills any lower in the long term. Well, look, we're, we're considering a range of measures. Uh, obviously, universal credit is one measure we've introduced. We've had two and a half billion euro intervention um, in the last uh, number of months in terms of the uh, cost of living difficulties that people are facing. Uh, and we're looking at a That's range. the excise on petrol and diesel. Yeah, and we're looking at, and bills. yeah, and another, like even around cutting the, the cut to public transport costs, 20 percent and 50 percent for young people. We are looking at a range of options. Um, one is universal credits, but also other interventions to actually make um, to mitigate the impact. And we recognise the concern, the difficulty uh, that many families are facing and businesses. We want to protect jobs, protect our enterprise economy uh, and ensure that we get through this winter period. And that's what the state is for. It's there to partner with society in a difficult period. And that's why there will be an exceptional response as part of the cost of living package. Uh, Anthony's been in touch on Twitter and you notice that not once so far have you used the words will or definitely when you speak about returning to the Dollinger agenda it's all hope we'll try maybe aspirations that it all seems very aspirational that you're not able to say much concretely right now in terms of which uh, about uh, well, I, I presume he means about your legislative agenda but I suppose when you're talking about the deal well, with the cost of living well, as well just say aspirations. As, as, as whip um, I can talk about what I have uh, uh, concluded, which is 110 uh, bills enacted um, since we came to office we will have um a, a significant number of additional pieces of legislation acted over the coming period and we're very ambitious legislative programme I think one of the most active governments around legislation advancing policy you take the Climate the climate Act the Housing the mm. Affordable Housing Act and a whole other range of measures in addition to responding to the crises of Covid and now energy we've been extremely active on advancing core policies within the programme for government which, will th- mm. which I think will stand the test of time uh, There's a few other texts that are coming in as well and people are saying that uh, although they, they don't don't um, begrudge public servants the prospect of the 6.5% pay increase that they're going to get under the deal that's now being put out for a ballot. But they wonder, how come the government can't do more for private sector workers and is there going to be any scope for income tax cuts or tax bans being raised, for example, in the well, budget? Well, there is. So as, as part of the um, near €7 billion euro package, there is over €1 billion euro allocated to taxation. And we recognise with um, people who've maybe certain wage increases in the public or private sector um, that you... You don't want you don't want them to paying an excess or paying more tax um, when they have wage increases. So that's why there is going to be a taxation package for uh, as part of the budget. And we recognise that uh, people we have to make it's important that we make work pay uh, and that uh, people who are have increased wages um, see that return in their pay packets mm. and uh, they're rewarded for that. And that's why there will be a taxation dimension but, to the budget. But but a billion euro. Uh, this is a bit technical for <coughs> Sunday lunchtime. But a billion euro actually doesn't all go that very far. I've got the revenues figures in front of me. If you wanted to to raise the tax cutoff point by fifteen hundred euro, which would mean two uh, three hundred euro for every worker, which is exactly what the, the last budget did, it would cost nearly four hundred million euro for an entire year, which ends up giving people back eighty two cent per day, and it gobbles up forty percent of all the scope that you've got for for tax relief. So actually, a, a billion doesn't go as far as people might think it does. Well, look, we we have we 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 have a taxation package, and we have to you know spread spread our priorities. Um, taxation is one dimension, and and ensuring that. Those who are recognising that those who have increased wages um, get a get a tangible return in their pay packets, and we acknowledge that. But we also have to respond to the cost of living challenges that people have, and also around um, making 
continued progress on housing. I think helping renters and Dara O'Brien is keen on ensuring that uh, many renters who are listening today and others that they get um, support in the budgetary context as well and we, we have to make sure yeah. that we make progress on affordable rent for families. And try and figure out exactly what mechanism can be done for that as well. I've seen some speculation about a, a renter's tax credit which may have to be paid before you get it back if you understand me. Um, you're, you get some criticism from some uh, unnamed members of your uh, parliamentary party today in the Mail on Sunday who are complaining that there isn't enough time dedicated to in the party thinking which starts tomorrow in Mullingar to discussing the outlook of the party that you're receiving a speech from the former Kilkenny hurling manager Brian Cody and you're not discussing your own affairs but first of all what's, what's Brian Cody doing at your thinking? Well, Brian Cody is coming being recruited as a running mate for John McGuinness Absolutely not he is uh, look he's the most successful uh, manager in uh, in Gaelic games I think uh, it, it's it's we want he'll be someone to reflect on his career and uh, I think it'd be great to get engagement from him as someone in sport with the so parliamentary party. Is he kind party. of there then as like an after dinner speaker sort of thing? He's there prior to the to the to dinner and but, but that's, engaging that with that style of speech though it's kind yeah, of almost yeah, engaging with the parliamentary party and I think we value his contribution I think he's someone that's, he's a very serious uh, is very had been brought great success as a manager and we look forward to hearing from just on the the uh, the thinking the, yeah, cause the, is, the, is it more fruitful to hear from from Brian Cody rather than having a discussion about well, where the party is going what the party is what what the party thinking is designed to do is to absolutely focus on policy get the input of all members of our parliamentary party on the key issues that are facing the public the people listening to your show today around the cost of living package and, and getting the input of our parliamentary party on that discussing housing for all and trying to advance that as a key priority area as well as ensuring that we make progress on universal health care for families and it's important as a party in government that we focus on delivery we discuss our policies uh, and we discuss the upcoming dull term and, and how we can shape uh, policies over the coming mm. period uh, and particularly in the budgetary context and how we can respond to the needs of families and communities today there is a lot of work ongoing by my colleague uh, James Lawless who's chaired the uh, the Aims and Objectives Committee yeah, it's the party. An internal review and, of where you're and going the, yeah. and, and, the, and that uh, will go before the Ardesh in three weeks time so there'll be plenty of discussion okay. um, for all the membership of the party to engage in that but I think what the public want uh, political parties is to focus on policy on how we can respond to the needs of today uh, and actually deliver in government uh, and, as, and it's getting the input and perspectives of all members of the parliamentary party on how they can shape um, the budget sure. and shape the cost of living package and how we can respond to uh, to communities yeah. and families and their needs. You could argue that although of course it, it makes perfect sense to get people into a room and to sort of you know really gather everyone's thoughts that it's pretty obvious that maybe you need to, to regather your thoughts because the opinion polls still show you uh, in one poll 11 points behind Sinn Féin and in another one uh, 17 or 18 points behind Sinn Féin. One of them like the Red Sea poll today has yourselves and Fine Gael combined only as popular as the lead opposition party. I don't, think any, I don't think any party in government should govern by opinion poll and react to uh, the fluctuations or whether they go up or down. Um, and we're very focused on um, on responding to the serious uh, issues facing the country in the context of the energy crisis and the, the mm. impact that is having on why, families Why are you so low though? If people thought that you were doing a good job to address those things, you wouldn't be at the levels well, you are. I'm, I'm engaging with communities. I, I canvass uh, 
very regularly and uh, and I'm confident that the party um, by delivering in government and making progress on, on uh, affordable housing and making progress on the uh, on, and ensuring that our economic position continues uh, to, to be strong and we protect our enterprise economy that the party will be in a strong okay. position come the next general election. Uh, one more text before I just let you go. Uh, somebody asks about the prospects of carbon tax increase uh, in the coming budget. I know that the carbon tax it's already hardwired into law that it would increase by around two cent per litre on petrol and diesel. There's a fair argument that at the levels they currently are it will be chaos on the part of the government to increase them by another couple of cents when people are already struggling as they are. Well that's set out as you know in, in uh, legislation that the Dáil has voted through and what we're focused on presently is ensuring that we really mitigate the, the and we're agile around responding to the uh, huge increases people are facing in their bills and businesses and that's why you'll see an extraordinary response from the government in our cost of living package uh, and the impulses to help people and to protect them uh, through the coming period. So something will be done to offset the increase that the government is putting on it anyway? Well, the 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 the, uh, the focus of government is to respond to the the escalating increases of energy, which are way beyond uh, what the carbon tax is itself. It's it's as we know, it's the from the weaponising of energy uh, hmm. that we've seen. But from, but, from but nonetheless, if prices are already high and the government is doing something which is going to add two cent more to it. Are you going to say the government is then going to do some other measure to offset the increase? Well, it's, it's, it, if you look at what measures we took this year, the, the measures we and the intervention the government made far exceeded the increase um, for for vast majority so of households and businesses. Again. And if you look at the package that's coming in the context of the cost of living, we're there, as I said, to help families uh, protect businesses and protect jobs uh, and really um, ensure mm. that society is protected in the coming period. Uh, I know I said that would be the last question, but someone else just says, text Gavin, uh, no mention of old age pensioners. God help us from Liam. What are you going to do for old age pensioners? Well, there, there'll be a, a significant uh, social protection and social welfare package um, for uh, for pensioners in the coming budget. And that's being worked on by my colleague, Minister McGrath. Will it keep pace with the rate of inflation? We, I, again, the budget will be announced in three weeks time and uh, I'm not going to... Uh, I, I'm not going to provide a specific figure. But on the it. rate of inflation would mean adding another 22 or 23 euro to it. Are you going to do that? Well, there's a range of measures we can take in the context of the social welfare package. There's obviously pension increases one, um, but also the other in, other supports that we we provide for for families in the context of fuel allowance and a whole other range of supports. And there will be a, a broad suite of supports for families to really protect them in the coming period. And that's the the focus of government is to design a targeted, um, structured. Um, support package that really uh, mitigates the impact uh, for, for okay. families and businesses. Okay, I know you've got another engagement to get to, so we'll let you go. Thanks very much for coming in to talk to us this lunchtime. Government Chief Thanks, Whip Jack Chambers, Fianna Fáil TD for Dublin West, joining us in studio. On the record with Gavin Riley, Sunday morning at 11. Brought to you by PwC. Great minds think unalike. Different skill sets, diverse opinions, it all adds up to the new equation. On News Talk.